Hey friends, it's Sherry. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about an upcoming virtual summit I'm a guest speaker at and you can attend for free. So whether you're an entrepreneur seeking to boost cash flow and leads or a career professional ready to take the leap into entrepreneurship, this event is designed with your specific needs in mind. It's an opportunity you don't want to be missed. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it will be an epic experience. So join me and 15 plus other top female entrepreneur experts for the rise of the entrepreneur navigating the entrepreneurial landscape for female professionals five day summit. Together, we're going to dig deep into our wealth of expertise, offering invaluable support for career professionals and entrepreneurs like you. Every year you see my friend Sherelle Slace host this event and collectively she brings in over 4,000 women at all levels wanting to implement new strategies and take their businesses to the next level. And I'm so excited to be one of the guest speakers this year. And I'm also attending this event myself and I would love to invite you to join me. So this five-day virtual summit runs May 13th through 17th And during that time, you can catch all the replays of the trainings. Trainings like From Unknown to Unstoppable, Publicity Tactics for Fearless Female Entrepreneurs, or Manage Your Money Like a Boss, or Navigating the Entrepreneurial Landscape for Female Professionals, or this one I'm very interested about, Top 4 Legal Mistakes to Avoid on Your Online Business. And my topic is unleash your strengths and thrive in entrepreneurship. So you're not going to want to miss this one. So reserve your spot now. Yep, go ahead. Put this episode on pause. Go over and register and then hop back in here to finish listening. All you have to do is head over to rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. So rebrand.ly backslash rises summit backslash Sherry Miter. I'm sorry, rise summit. There's only one S there. And I will put that link in the show notes for you as well. So do me one more favor. If you register, pop into our new motivated for more Facebook group and let me know if you'll be watching the summit next week. We can compare notes together. All right, my friend, hope to see you at the summit. And let's get back to today's episode. Welcome to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you're ready to tap into your God-given strengths, discover simple success strategies, and set that dream that's buried in your soul free, this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Miter, a visionary strategist, a highly driven entrepreneur, and a lover of adventures. I'm here to help you navigate the sea of business and life and show you the true freedom of being an uncharted entrepreneur. If you are ready to tap into bold courage and live the life you're called to create, join me on this journey. Let's untie those dock lines and set sail. We are going into uncharted territory. Hi, and welcome back to the Uncharted Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Miter, and today... We're going to veer a little bit off track of what I normally talk about. It's not going to really be about business today, but it is going to be a lot about life. I think that's an Alan Jackson song. Hmm. A lot about life, a lot about living. I don't know. But it is about a lot about life and a lot about living. And 
I had a couple of things happen recently. Plus, just this month brings a lot of soul searching and remembering two special ladies in my life that I wanted to share with you today about them and also about another special gentleman. So I recently went to a funeral with my husband and it was his 93-year-old, actually he's not his uncle. We always thought of him as the uncle, but he was really his mother's cousin. He was 93. So that funeral, every time I go to funeral, I don't know about you guys, but I always start to think about my life and how, you know, listening to somebody else's chapters in their life and all the things they did. Like I just always leave evaluating how I'm living my life. So that was one thing that happened recently. The other thing that happened recently on a much more positive note was spending time with our grandkids in many different aspects. And I'll share those stories too. But it just, all these things just got me really thinking on how we do live our lives and what's important and what's not important and what happens. You know, there's that saying that goes, you know, your life is made up of two dates, your birth date and the day you die. And the only thing you can control is the dash in the middle. So how are you going to, you know, live your dash? How are you going to make the most of your dash? And I feel like when we're little, we just play full out. We live full out. Everything's funny. We don't care what others think. We are just enjoying life. And then as we get older, something happens to a lot of us and we start caring more about what others think about us or we start doing things that we think we should be doing. And sometimes we just get our priorities all mixed up. And I just hope that by my message today, first, I hope I can kind of make it all make sense. Like I'm trying to figure that all out in my words. So just bear with me today because it may not all flow perfectly, but hopefully you'll grasp some of what I'm trying to share. But I hope that's the whole point, that at the end, it makes you just kind of ponder your dash. It makes you ponder your life and maybe gives you some new thoughts on how you're living and what you're worrying about. And hopefully it'll make you just want to dance like no one's watching. So let's start off with the fun story. So a couple of weeks ago, we were eating dinner at a restaurant with our middle son and his wife and his two kids. They have our two youngest grandchildren, a three-year-old and a uh, 18-month-old. And Thomas, the 18-month-old, he's our only grandson, the rest are girls, was eating macaroni and cheese, but it was not like craft macaroni and cheese. It was like big pasta, like ZD-sized pasta. And he realized that they fit perfectly over his fingers. <laughs> now, I must tell you that we had to wait a long time at this restaurant. So it was way past his bedtime and he was being a trooper, but he was at that, I call it punch happy, you know, when you're way overtired and you just get silly. He was at that stage. So anyway, he put the pasta on his fingers and <laughs> he just started like, and he doesn't really talk a lot yet, but he's talking to the little pasta fingers and he is just cracking himself up. Like he just thought it was hilarious. So if you can imagine this adorable little 18 month old sitting in his high chair in a full restaurant with pasta on his fingers, talking like it's a little finger puppet. And then all of a sudden he would eat it <laughs> and then he would pick up another piece and he just was laughing at himself. So of course, because he was laughing at himself, all four of us adults at the table and 
his sister started cracking up hysterically laughing at him. Like, I'm surprised we didn't get kicked out of the restaurant. But it was just this probably five minutes of pure joy, just authentic laughter. And it just got me thinking of like, how many times do we just worry about, oh my gosh, you got to be quiet. What are people thinking? People are staring, all these things. But in that moment, Thomas definitely didn't care what anybody was thinking. And the rest of us didn't either because we just laughed along with him. And it was just, again, a moment of pure joy of just this silly little (laughs) pasta finger (laughs) that was hysterical. And it made me think too, his sister, when she was about the same age, she just, she's one of these children that when she hears music, I think she kind of gets it from her grandma. She hears music. She just can't help but moving her little body and it just starts dancing. And we would be out places at restaurants that had bands playing or music playing. And she would just hear the beat and she would just dance and dance and dance. And again, she didn't care who was watching her, how silly she looked, or if she looked good, or if she was on beat, none of that. And I think if we could just stay in that time frame of when we were like that, and we just had that pure joy of just whatever the mood was, it we just went with it and we don't think about it. So that was kind of the beginning of this thing of thinking about like, where do we lose that? It just kind of was in my head. And then a couple of days ago, we attended a funeral, as I mentioned, for my husband's mother's cousin. And we call him Uncle Ray, was 93 years old. And I'm sitting there at this service, which was kind of surreal because it was a COVID-friendly service. So not many people there, which was very strange because before this gentleman, the place would have been packed. There probably would have been a mile of people waiting to go to his service because in his 93 years, he spent so many years, he was from that true greatest generation and he truly had a passion for acts of service. He spent 63 years as a volunteer for firefighter, several of those years as a chief and a nationwide trainer for the volunteer fire company, my husband informed me. He spent years... I know even at his 90th birthday, he was still serving as an honor guard in the Saratoga National Cemetery. And he also was married for over 71 years. And the last past years, when his wife, due to Alzheimer's, had to move into a home, he would still go visit her almost daily and just sit there and hold her hand, even though she didn't know who he was anymore. So, so many just acts of love and acts of service that this gentleman did all his life. I don't know about you, but it really made me evaluate like, wow, I really need to give more to my community like Ray. Then October also, as I mentioned earlier, does bring me to think about two extremely special women in my life. One was a friend and actually happened to be my husband's cousin, Trisha, and then also my mom. So Trisha passed away from cancer, a five-year battle of cancer, actually on October 22nd, 2015. So for many of you, it'll be the day that this podcast that I'm recording on the 20th should be airing. And that was kind of sort of coincidence, but I don't think so. I didn't realize that until I was writing my notes down. Um, And Trisha was just a fighter. Like we called her Tenacious Trisha. She was part of my direct sales team and Mary Kay, and she just was always willing to do whatever it took to 
fulfill a dream, whatever it took to be successful, whatever it took in a good way, whatever it took to finish something. And she never let her cancer or other obstacles stop her. She just found a way, made a way, created a way to do whatever she set out to do in her life. She had so many different successes and really made an impact on so many people. She had such a servant's heart as well. And truly a blessing and inspiration to many, many, many people out there. And, you know, she was always about love and light and very spiritual. So I'm sure Trisha probably had something to do with the fact that this show is going to air on the day she passed away. And she was also an artist. And I remember actually the day she passed away in 2015. And I knew we knew it was coming. And I remember waking up that morning and just having this sense of like, she's gone. Like she passed away. I just knew it. I could feel it. And I went out and sat on our back porch and watched the most glorious sunrise I have ever seen in in my entire life. And I've never seen one since. And, And many of her friends and family saw the same thing. And we realized it was Trisha painting the sky. Like it was just so beautiful. I was like, oh, so Trisha, like she, she lived her life in her own way, but she died in her own way too. And it was beautiful. If you can call dying beautiful, it was. And when Trisha was alive, as I said, she was a tenacious fighter. And even right up until like three months before she passed away, she set a goal. Like I said, she was part of my sales direct sales team. And she had a goal to be one of the top salespeople in our company. And even though she knew she was battling a terminal cancer, she was relentless with this goal. And many people stepped up and helped her and, you know, supported her and rallied around her. And it was so amazing in July in Dallas, Texas of 2015, Trisha was honored as the number 13, which is a lucky number for us, (laughs) the top 13 of our entire seminar, we call it, out of thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of women. And again, another beautiful time that, you know, that she worked so hard for. And so many people would have just gave up and said, well, you know, it's not the time, it's not this, but it was a dream she knew she wanted to fulfill. So she never gave up till the end. And she worked all the way through. So, so many, just that tenaciousness. I always think when I want to give up on something, I think of tenacious Trisha. (laughs) And then the last person I wanted to mention in this podcast today is my own mom. And I always think, well, I always think my mom, period, (laughs) but specifically in the fall, because unlike Trisha with her five-year battle with cancer, my mom's battle was pretty much five months, I guess. So she was diagnosed September, October. So those months to me are always just heavy-hearted months. And she passed away in January of 2003. So her cancer was very fast-moving, you know, head-spinning kind of cancer. And I always think about with my mom's life, and I remember her saying this even before she was diagnosed, that she felt like her life was being lived so quickly and just so fast. It was like a bizarre thing she said one day offhandedly to me. And I, looking back now, I think, oh, I'm so glad that her life was lived so quickly. And what do I mean by that? It was just my dad retired from the Air Force at 40. 
So they had, even though she was only 59 years old, they still had almost 20 years of retirement type of life and where they traveled and visited their grandchildren and did all of those things. And, you know, they had several grandkids by then because my sister and I both started our families very young. Thank goodness we did so that she could enjoy those years of being a grandma. And she was an amazing grandma. The other thing with my mom is that I really appreciate is that she never waited for anything. Like she kept her good china out and she used her good china. If she was having a friend over for dinner, they used the good china. It wasn't just for Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter. And in fact, she was known for always drinking her coffee out of a china cup because she liked the thin lip on it. And it wasn't that she was too good for a coffee cup or anything like that. She just knew what she liked and she wasn't afraid to say it. And all of my relatives all had a, a, a China coffee cup of some sort at their homes for when mom came for coffee. And again, it wasn't out of arrogance or I'm better than you. It was just out of like, oh, we know what Karen likes because she's not a, she wasn't afraid to share what she wanted out of life and what gave her joy. And sometimes it was as little as drinking coffee out of a, a thin-lipped China cup. <laughs> you know, she savored every day. She didn't save things. So like it wasn't a save it, it was a savor it. So again, whether it was good China or something special, like she just made every day special. And she truly lived life full out and on purpose and always joy filled. Everybody that knows my mom always remembers her just with a smile on her face. Not that life was perfect, but she just always chose to look for the positive side of things. And I think about her so often and try to always remember that, that just there's always a good side and not to save the good China, like make every day special. So as I kind of wrap this up, I hope that you can kind of take some of the nuggets from these very special people in my life, their, how they live their life. And then also from the grandkids that maybe You'll be inspired to love a little deeper, to serve others, to spread light wherever you go, love and light, to not be afraid to ask for what you want. If you want to drink out of a, a thin-lipped china cup, then let people know. If you want a good mug for your coffee, then let people know. If you have good china, don't be afraid to use it. Don't put the good stuff away. Use the good stuff every day. What is the purpose of having good china, a good outfit, whatever it is? If it makes you feel good, use it. Don't wait for the special occasion. Create the special occasion. Live life on purpose. What is your purpose and how can you be more giving? How can you be of more service and just live your life the way you were supposed to? And of course, last but definitely not least, Laugh and dance like no one is watching. If you want to play, <laughs> create little pasta finger puppets. Next time you have pasta, go for it. If you hear a song you like and it makes your booty want to shake, dance like no one's watching. This is how we make our lives so joy-filled. And, you know, so there is a quote that I absolutely adore and it says, life's journey is not to arrive safely in a well-preserved body, 
but rather skidding sideways in a cloud of smoke, thoroughly used up and totally worn out and loudly proclaiming, wow, what a ride. As always, guys, thanks for listening. I hope this has inspired you to just live life out loud. If it has, let me know how it's going to inspire you to do that. And if there's somebody special in your life that when you think of them, it makes you think of how you can live a better life, share their story with me. I would really love to hear it. So thanks again, and we'll catch you next week. Hey friends, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, can you do me a huge favor? Hit the subscribe button and leave a review. And then let's connect on Instagram. Just look for Sherry Miter. Feel free to DM me and let me know what you enjoyed most about today's show. And last, but probably the most important, head over to my website at unchartedentrepreneurs.com to schedule your free discovery call. Or if you know you need a business coach to help you work on some new strategies to scale your business, then I'd invite you to grab a vision strategy session. In 90 minutes, you'll have a clearer vision and action steps to get you headed in the right direction. Mention this podcast to receive a discount on your first session.